1: goodness. Hey, everybody. How you doing? Good morning. Welcome to everybody's favorite new show on the Redfield Project, Morning Coffee. My name is Vince Tagluvia, here to bring you the news as we do every single morning at 8.30 a.m. Pacific Time, 11.30 a.m. Eastern Time, so we could keep track of what's going on around the world as far as it goes from the financial standpoint, U.S. news and politics, world news, World War III, all the things. Uh, <clears throat> and it's a pleasure to be here this morning. hope everyone's doing good. I was just uh, kind of distracted to starting up here. I was seeing uh, Trump's Truth Social. I know yesterday he posted that he would have a big announcement today and he just posted about a half hour ago big announcement. And I'm going to pull this up. It really, I was just like, wait, what is going on here? Is this a troll? Is this real? So let's go to Truth Social right off the bat here real quick. Uh, Donald Trump. 34 minutes ago, Major announcement My official Donald Trump digital trading card collection is here. These limited edition cards feature amazing art of my life and career. Art. All caps. Collect all of your favorite Trump digital trading cards, very much like baseball cards, but hopefully much more exciting. Go to collecttrumpcards.com and get your cards now. Only $99 each would make a great Christmas gift. Don't wait. They will be gone, I believe, very quickly. I'm. This is. Is this the big announcement? I'm confused. Is this the big announcement? I'm trying to find the original post. This is kind of crazy. Like, what? I thought it was later today. So there must be an announcement later today. This is the original post from yesterday. America needs a superhero. I'll be making a major announcement tomorrow. Thank you. So, this makes me think. Needs a superhero. What? That's the major announcement? What? I love Trump, but what? We need more than cards right now. Yeah, and my phone's blowing up right now. People are realizing this, too, in real time. Like, what the hell? I don't believe this. What is going on? What do you guys think about this? How am I, by the way? Five-five? Do we have uh, Are we good in the audio? Hi, yay. Hey, uh, Lisa, uh, Blackchester... Oh, that was last night. Hey, guys. Nadine, good morning. What do you guys think about this? What the hell? Good morning, Darren. Let me pull up Foxhole. (laughs) What the heck? This just threw me for a loop. What? Is this a troll? I'm so confused. Yeah, it looks like that seems to be the sentiment here on my text, too. It's like, what is going on? This is wild stuff, everybody, but anyway. I don't know. Good morning. Welcome. December 15th, 2022. Another beautiful day to be alive. Today's episode is called Truth Over Fear. Fear is something that they use to control the masses. Fear, I mean, uh, truth is something the masses use to trump the fear. It's the Scooby-Doo principle that Josh talks about. You take the mask off the villain, and uh, it's not so scary anymore. So I love that. And uh, I feel like maybe truth is actually starting to be effective. Maybe it reached that point to where things just the truth comes out they can't push their false narrative as well and uh so they just have to go from one to another and i think they're fooling a couple people but it's part of the reason why we do this um that i'm kind of disappointed with that if that's the major announcement it seems like it is maybe there's something more later today but um yeah i'm a little bit disappointed but I didn't have really high expectations because it seems like this always happens with um, with things going on in this movement. But man, that's wild! Yeah, I'm not on Facebook, Yasha. Uh, they think I'm a bully over there. But wow, unbelievable! Ye said did the same he did the same setup with announcement for president presidential candidate. Yeah. My goodness. <sighs> yeah. Well, we'll just have to wait for the next one. We'll see what's going on here. We're gonna get right into the news. We've got finance to start with, everybody. And the big news of the morning today on why the markets suddenly dipped for the most part. Uh, U.S. retail sales fell more than expected in November, and weekly jobless claims decrease. Interesting here. Let's take a quick look at this into the markets. Uh, everything's down, dude. The S&P 500 is down 2.4 percent. The Dow is down 2.2 percent. Nasdaq is down almost 3 percent. Gold is down to 1,785, and silver is at 23.27 dollars 27 cents. Bitcoin is at $17,428. December 15th, U.S. retail sales fell more than expected in November, likely payback after surging in the prior month, while the labor market remains tight with the number of Americans filing for unemployment benefits declining last week. The Commerce Department said on Thursday that retail sales dropped 0.6% last month. data for October was unrevised to show sales uh, accelerating 1.3%. Economist polled, polled by Reuters had forecast sales dipping 0.1%. Retail sales are mostly good and are not adjusted for inflation. Last month's decline in sales suggested holiday shopping was pulled forward into October. Motor vehicle shortages also depressed. Sales at auto dealerships. Oh my gosh. So this is all still from the shutdown and whatnot and the supply chain issues and all this. Uh, and people just, you know. The economy's going to shit. Not good. Excluding automobiles, gasoline, building materials, and food services, retail sales slipped 0.2% last month. Data for October was revised lower to show these so-called core retail sales increasing 0.5% instead of 0.7% as previously reported. <laughs> and I don't think anybody's surprised that uh, it's going down the drain here. It's kind of expected. Um the uh, re- the uh, financial segment here is brought to you guys by getgoldtoday.com. Kirk Elliott and his team over there are giving expert financial advice and helping people get gold and silver, whether that's cash purchases and you want physical gold, or rolling a 401k or over and uh, diversifying a little bit there. If you guys want to look more into it, you can go to getgoldtoday.com, get a free consultation, and visit them. Getgoldtoday.com. Uh, I couldn't wait till Friday to get into the funnies, so I found this exclusive interview with Kamala Harris's speechwriter. She notoriously gives the worst speeches, just like a toddler. So I thought this might be fun to look at. Just There's a lot of negativity, and this made my morning a little bit. So let's take a look at this. Kamala's speechwriter.
2: <laughs> Hi, I'm Oliver Bartholomew, and I'm 16 and a half years old, and I'm the speechwriter for my Harris. My mommy and daddy say, if you find a job you love, you'll never have to work a day in your life. Morning, think. Yeah, hey. Hey, Oliver. And my parents were right. Ever since I was little, I liked words. Writing words is fun. So I made writing words my job. Every politics person has a writer, like me, to make good words for them to say.
3: Space is exciting. Space, it affects us all. And it connects us all.
2: I got that idea when I was thinking about space and how big it is. Man, it's big! It's not all fun, though. Sometimes I have to write about bad stuff. Like what?
3: Ukraine is a country in Europe. It exists next to another country called Russia. Russia is a bigger country. Russia is a powerful country. Russia decided to invade a smaller country called Ukraine. So basically that's wrong.
2: It's cool to see the words I've typed good actually get, get set on TV. It's fun. I like it. Once, I thought it would be neat if Kama wore a blue suit and told people she was wearing it because I like it.
3: I'm a woman sitting at the table wearing a blue suit.
2: It's cool because the suit's blue and it's the color of the sky. Where are I get my ideas? I'm all over. One time, I was on the school bus and I thought it would be neat. If Kamala talked about the school bus, and who doesn't love a yellow school bus,
3: right? Who doesn't love a yellow school bus, right? Can you raise your hand if you love a yellow school bus, right?
2: I can't take all the credit though.
3: Me and Mr. Kamala are a team. You know, like relay racing? You know, you race and someone passes the baton, and then, right?
2: But she kind of is crazy or something, and she kind of scares me.
1: So um, <clears throat> I just got a, a message here from the Redfield family. Uh, somebody mentioned Q post 2936 At what stage in the game do you play the trump card? That was a March 3rd, 2019 post. There's another one, Post1201, trump card coming from April 20th, 2018. I don't know. Coink-a-dink. I don't believe in him. But interesting. Coinkadink. Quinkadink. What the heck? We'll just have to wait and see what the hell happens here. That's wild. Holy smokes. Uh, we've got some more Pelosi, Paul Pelosi news. Exclusive daily, daily Mail. For all we know, he was some sort of sex slave. Son of Paul Pelosi's alleged attacker Says his father is not evil Believes in human rights And is hardly a right-wing conservative Whoa Let's look at this David DePape 42 Is is due to be arraigned today On charges of attempted murder He's accused of attacking Nancy Pelosi's husband Paul at their home in October DePape's uh, son Nebaz, uh Nebazvad Sky Gonzalez insisted his abused father is not is no danger to society. He told DailyMail.com, I don't even know if he even attacked Mr. Pelosi. DePape has pleaded not guilty to charges of attempted kidnap and assault. The man accused of breaking into Speaker Nancy Pelosi's home and battering her elderly husband with a hammer has suffered traumatic life, a traumatic life full of abuse. His son told DailyMail.com exclusively. There is almost no person on this planet that has gone through so much suffering, Nebesvad Sky Gonzalez said. If you look into his eyes, you can see he's such a sad person. He isn't a danger to society. I don't even know if he attacked Mr. Pelosi. For all we know, he he he, he was some sort of sex slave, as Elon Musk pointed out. Pape 42, is in court in San Francisco Wednesday for an arraignment on state charges including attempted murder, first-degree residential burglary, elder abuse, assault with a deadly weapon, and threatening family members of public officials in connection with the October 28th attack on Paul Pelosi, who is 82 years old. He has also been charged in federal court. Uh, that's his son, Nebasvar Gonzalez. Or he goes by Sky, I guess. Wild. the pape was wearing shorts, sneakers and a sweatshirt when san francisco cops burst into pelosi's 8 million four bedroom dollar home 8 million dollar four bedroom home at around 2:30 a.m. on the eve of the state hearing his older son came to his defense he often told us he was raised in an abusive home who and would uh, be physically abused by his grandparents sky said he said that the pape told him his brother daniel that his parents had pawned him off to his grandparents who were physically abusive instead of staying around To take the abuse, the paper would escape to the ocean to swim until the day was over. When David was a toddler, Gonzalez claimed his grandmother dumped a pot of boiling water on him. A piece of his clothing melted into his flesh and scarred him for life. This is wild. Man, I'm not surprised that you have this severe trauma for this guy who's stuck in all this drama with these politicians. Um, It's really curious because a lot of times... um, Trauma... And this abuse is commonplace with people who are enslaved. Maybe he has connections to this um, human trafficking ring and creepy, creepy agenda. But that are all that these Hollywood and politician people somehow coincidentally all end up being involved in. So there's definitely more to this story that meets the eye. And uh, hopefully one day it's all aired out but man, wild, I guess uh, I guess there was, the body cam footage was released and you can't really see anything you can't see anything at all and it's like really short and they allege that the cop is uh, that the pape opens the door the cop says put the hammer down, he says no way, and then he attacks Paul and then they arrest him, that's it and so that was kind of a nothing burger there I don't know if it was doctored or whatever, but that's what we got there. So it's looking like he might have been a sex slave. Wow. All right, what else have we got here? Disgraced nuclear official's security clearance doesn't add up. I wonder what nuclear official they're talking about. Well, it's everybody's favorite crook. The uh, I forget his name. This this uh, guy here. Uh, former officials in multiple presidential administrations are questioning how disgraced gender-fluid Biden Energy Department official, oh, Sam Brinton, received a high-level security clearance. An outspoken LGBTQ activist who goes by they/them pronouns, Br- Brinton, was appointed in February and was the first gender-fluid person to hold federal leadership role. Uh, Brinton was fired, however, after allegedly stealing luggage in airports in Minnesota and Las Vegas. The former official now faces a felony charge for the alleged theft in Minneapolis, while Vegas authorities have issued a grand larceny charge. Uh, inconsistencies in Britain's origin story were highlighted by news sites by news site LGBTQ Nation, pointing to a lack of transparency and different differing accounts given by Brintons since Brinton first rose to prominence as an LGBTQ activist in 2010. A former Justice Department official in the Environment of Natural Resources Division told the Daily Caller it's possible due due diligence on Brinton was sidestepped over concerns about discrimination law and public accusations of discrimination against LGBTQ persons. Such an action would be irresponsible, the former official said, as Brinton's position with the Energy Department requires comprehensive knowledge of America's nuclear secrets with extra vetting known as a Q-clearance which can take months to obtain if the bureaucratic process is not expedited. So it sounds like they rushed through this like they're like hey uh this guy seems like he lied a lot about his past and then their the answer to that is well we don't want to be we don't want to be gay bashers or what do they call them bigots or you know they're just completely woke so they're just like Look, the security is not that important. Let's just get him in here. He's super gay and or lgbtq or whatever. I don't even know what he identifies as. I guess, I don't know. But, uh, really? This is a national security concern. They'd rather not hurt somebody's feelings and be accused of being bigots than do their due diligence and run a government properly. Uh... Brinton's New York Times 2018 op-ed disclosing a traumatic upbringing would have been caught by any prior administration's White House research team, rendering Brinton unfit for political appointment. The former official explained to the Daily Caller, "In in the piece, Brinton claimed to have been tortured in a gay conversion therapy clinic for over two years, which included having electricity, ice, and heat applied to the body to associate images of gay men with pain. Holy crap. Brinton's status as a non-presidential appointee indicates the security clearance process was conducted by the Energy Department, not the Biden admin, the former official explained. Concerns about discrimination against the individual would only be discovered if they were previously published or they came up in reference calls or social media, the former official clarified. Brinton served as Deputy Assistant Secretary of the Office of Spent Fuel and Waste Disposition, NE8, in the Department of Energy, DOE. Brinton's archived employee BIOS says Brinton led and oversaw programs, including the Office of Spent Fuel and Waste Science and Technology and the Office of Integrated Waste Management. da 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 da, da. So, he should have turned himself in yesterday. He is just something else. Did he turn himself in? Uh, Ex-Biden official turned himself in at the Las Vegas jail after a judge at today's in-person hearing signed off on an agreed-upon $50,000 bail. Cash bond has already been posted. Brinton's bail condition stay out of trouble. Of course. $15,000. Okie dokie. We'll follow it. Um, wild. Yeah, they, they'll just give that security clearance to anybody nowadays. Yeah trump cards man I know I have some good news out of uh, communist Washington state if any of you guys are from uh, this wonderful beautiful land this kind of made me happy when I was reading it last night this is some progress in communist Washington believe it or not I don't think I'd utter those words anytime soon but here we are Uh, This is near Seattle, 15 arrests by LPD, including members of a retail theft ring. Uh, Linwood, Washington, December 14th. The Linwood Police Department conducted an emphasis operation with Lowe's, Target, and Kohl's yesterday where officers were placed in-store with asset protection personnel. This was done to immediately detain and charge subjects for theft and or charges associated with shoplifting or other crimes associated with theft. In total, 15 were arrested, 7 were charged with a felony, and 8 were charged with misdemeanors. Most notably, Linwood Police arrest an organized retail theft ORT group they call them ORT organized retail theft groups consisting of two adults and one juvenile that is hitting target stores nationwide this group is based out of Michigan and was arrested at the Linwood Target after a theft of over $8,100 in merchandise when officers identified themselves two of the three fled on foot all three were captured a vehicle bearing Michigan plates was located in the Target parking lot in plain view as the plethora of Target in plain view was a plethora of Target merchandise. An investigator for Target, uh, corporate contracted Linwood police department, confirming this group is a nationwide ORT group responsible for over $300,000 in stolen merchandise to date. Both adults and a juvenile were booked on felony charges. One of the three had extra nationwide warrant out, uh, of Florida for a felony, larceny and burglary. An investigation will determine final charges. In June, Attorney General Bob Ferguson announced the creation of a statewide organized retail crime theft task force to improve coordination and collaboration among law enforcement agencies that would specifically address multi-jurisdictional crimes that endanger employees and cause significant economic harm to our state. An analysis from the Retail Industry Leaders Association estimates Washington retailers lost $2.7 billion to organized retail crimes in 2021. Federal crime statistics show that the value of items stolen from Washington retailers increased by 151% from 2019 to 2020. I guess we could say thank you, Soros, for funding the criminals and increasing the theft value so high. You know, this affects our economy. This affects jobs. This affects uh, companies. This is why these brick-and-mortar stores are closing all around and... Holy mackerel, over $2 billion in just Washington State. This is good, though, man. They have a little bit of law and order happening. Uh, This is beautiful. So, good news. It's not every day we have good news, peeps. So, I hope that continues. These These thieves, man. We have this omnibus package going through. GOP are trying to get pushed through. GOP lawmakers say McConnell is coercing them to support last-minute omnibus omnibus package. A little bit of uh, political corruption, believe it or not. Wow. never experienced anything like it. They can't do this without at least 10 Republicans in the Senate. I don't know why any Republican, let alone 10, would want to help them. Republican senators are livid with Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell. Whom they say is exerting pressure on GOP lawmakers to back an omnibus uh, spending package that would refund the government that would fund the government through next year. Wisconsin Republican Senator Ron Johnson has contended that uh, McConnell is trying to coerce Republicans to force members to vote on something they have never seen Per The Washington Times. Of course, they're going to they're going to stack this full of of pork, as they say, which they have and try to pass it through. Gross. Or government shutdowns. So we'll see. We had an announcement from Mike Lindell. He officially announced his bid for RNC chairman. Just the News reports. Mike Lindell. He will join conservative lawyer Hermit Dillon in in attempting to oust McDaniel. My pillow founder Mike Lindell on Tuesday officially announced his campaign to be chairman of the Republican National Committee. The businessman rose to political prominence as a stalwart supporter from of former President Donald Trump and has levied criticism against incumbent RNC chairwoman Ronna McDaniel. He announced his campaign via email. Lindell says, our party has lost credibility with the base of the Republican Party and with donors. The RNC's leadership strategy of business as usual has been a disaster not only for the party, but even more importantly, it has been a disaster for the country as Democrats pursue their woke socialist agenda. With three failed election cycles under Ronald McDaniel, we must change course now, he continued. The people of our country are begging us to lead. For that reason and more, I am excited to announce I am running for Republican National Committee Chair. Lindell went on to cite his record as a businessman and asserted that his experience in private se- in the private sector had armed him with the skill set to effectively manage a successful political party. Maybe he might do well. It's good that people are stepping up that are that love, love our country and they're not commies. That's for sure. Lindell is no pinko fool, so this is good. I believe. So, wow. I I just can't forget this Trump card thing. If you guys are tuning in late, Trump had announced an announcement yesterday and today. He's saying it's his, uh, these Trump digital playing cards for a hundred dollars each. The Trump card. I don't know, but man, it's just to me, it seems like the Trump card thing's a thing because how could it not? Why would they just be like $99 Trump cards randomly? Big announcement. Like, is it really just a money thing? I don't think it is, but maybe it is. Totally trips me out, man. I'd like to hear everybody's thoughts on this. Um, so wild. Let's get into a little bit of uh, world news. Zelensky. Uh, President Zelensky's wife goes to Paris and begs for money and goods then reportedly goes on a 40,000 euro shopping spree good god the corruption is endless with these people gotta be kidding me this is uh, posted by the Gateway Pundit uh, this morning President Zelensky's wife was in Paris the past few days asking for more money and support for Ukraine to make it through winter. She also stopped off at some shops to pick up something for herself. Oh, my God. So despite being in this horrible war, she just goes on a shopping spree. And uh, here at the bottom, uh, the Biden administration is trying to push Congress to pass another $38, billion spending, $38 thirty-eight billion spending package for Ukraine to bring the total spent well over $100 billion. Wow. Yeah, this doesn't give a very good impression to the rest of Europe, which is wondering how they are going to make it through winter after Russia cuts off its oil and gas to the... uh, Yeah. Wow. They are so corrupt, man. Holy smokes. Yeah, Supersonia. I guess it seems like he made his announcement of tradable Trump or I don't know if they're tradable, but digital Trump playing cards. Superman cards. I don't know. Trump's Trump, Superman. I don't know, man. <laughs> um, Brazil. Electoral court in Brazil to investigate Bolsonaro. Leftist judge accepts request of socialist Lula da Silva. President's allies say the objective is to arrest Bolsonaro. Let's take a look at this one. This Brazil stuff's wild. The Superior Electoral Court Minister Benedito Gonçalves has decided to open an investigation against Brazilian President Jair Bolsonaro. Mr. Gonçalves was appointed by the court by Lula in 2008 and he has responded to a request from the Workers' Party, a far left ag- aggregation that will return to power in 2023. Bolsonaro is accused of committing electoral crimes, but the evidence presented against him and his allies is dubious and false. The Workers' Party is accused of plotting to arrest Bolsonaro after he leaves the presidency in January. The president and his vice president in the race for re-election, General Neto have been accused of abuse of political and economic power for granting social benefits to poor families during the campaign. Leftists also accuse Bolsonaro of committing fake crimes committing fake news and attacks against the electoral system for questioning the transparency of elections held in electronic ballot boxes with a system like the one used by dominion voting systems allies of the conservative president say that the intention of the leftist is to arrest jair bolsonaro when he leaves the presidency demonstrators are still trying to invalidate the election results and are holding demonstrations in front of military barracks daily but there is still no concrete information about any military reaction against the election results that put far-left socialist Lula da Silva as the new president of Brazil for the third time. They are fighting the truth with the disinformation. That's really smart. It's really smart. Hopefully they don't prevail, man. They are not following for the bullshit down in South America, I'll tell you that. (laughs) Yeah, Peru. Peru. A per, a protesting Peruvian farmer tells elite pro coup media she supports elected President Pedro Castillo because quote All my life those foreigner those foreigners who have governed have discriminated against us. And here's a cool here's a video, I'll post it later, but she just talks about uh why you know her beliefs on why uh She's well. why she supports uh, President Castillo. It's pretty good. I'll post it on the app, uh, socialredpill.com. Let me uh, make sure I copy it now. Oh, no, that won't work. Okay, anyway, let's move to the next one here. Um, This is pretty big, interesting. More attacks on Russian oligarchs, or not oligarchs, Russian rich folks. The U.S. has sanctioned Vladimir Potanin, one of the few Russian oligarchs, I guess he's an oligarch, to have uh, hitherto escaped being targeted over Vladimir Putin's invasion of Ukraine. So they're targeting this dude. Very interesting. Not surprised, but let's see. Treasury further constrains Russia's financial service sector. Today, the U.S. Department of Treasury's Office of Foreign Assets Control, OFAC, is adding 18 entities related to the Russian Federation's financial service sector and uh, to the specifically designated nationals and blocked persons list. These designations, taken along with the Department of State, which is uh, concurrently designated to prominent oligarchs in Russia, his network, and more than 40 additional persons linked to the government of Russia federal agencies, uh, are part of the U.S. government's effort to further limit the G.O.R.'s ability to fund its unconscionable war of choice against Ukraine. Today's actions also broadly complement those of our international partners. So, Vlad. Targeting entities in Russia's financial services sector, together with the U.S. Department of State's designation of one of Russia's richest men, Vladimir Potanin and Associated Persons, OFSE-designated public joint stock company RosBank, a Russian-based commercial bank that Potanin acquired earlier this year. The Central Bank of the Russian Federation considers RosBank to be a system, uh, systemically important credit institution to the G.O.R. The United Kingdom and Canada designated RosBank earlier this year. They are panicking and they are they're like we're not going to do business with your banks screw your gold-backed currencies into your BRICS nation alliances we're all in smart this war of attrition is not going to go well when most of the world is on the other side so we'll see how long they can drag this out US military creates a space unit in South Korea amid North Korea threats this is interesting They have a space unit in South Korea. That's kind of weird. Maybe it's communications or something. I don't know, but isn't that odd? Military.com reported that. I guess let's take a quick look. More war stuff. South Korea, the U.S. military formally launched a Space Force unit in South Korea on Wednesday, a move that will likely enable Washington to better monitor its rivals, North Korea, China, and Russia. Okay. Yeah, so probably spy from space or something. The activation of the U.S. Space Forces Korea, U.S. Space Forces, yeah, U.S. Space Forces Korea is what they call it. It's at Osan Air Base near Seoul. Seoul came after North Korea test-fired a barrage of nuclear-capable ballistic missiles designed to strike the U.S. mainland and its allies, South Korea, Japan, in recent months. So, interesting. they are just, I guess, just more eyes in the area is the intent there. It seems. I don't know. There could be more to it. There always is. But uh, this is just more escalation of the World War III posturing U.S. places Chinese chip makers on trade blacklist, according to the Insider paper. Not good, man. We had Biden try to increase chip making in the U.S. We have the Taiwan issue. Wild. And apparently we don't want Chinese chips, which is probably good from a national security standpoint. You know, we don't want Chinese infrastructure. We don't want to rely on them. They could put viruses and stuff in them and who knows just bad quality stuff but it does affect the economy at the same time so i feel like it's a little rushed uh, it's forced i feel like this isn't good it's interesting just more trade war stuff um and in ukraine they're preparing a new major military operation probably, I would assume, have to do with the new goodies they're getting from all of their allies. You know, the Patriot missiles and stuff that Putin promised that he'd destroy immediately. Ukraine's armed forces are preparing a new major military operation, but it's not visible yet, Chief Commander Valery Zelizny said in an interview with uh, The Economist. This is the Kiev in- independent dot com, by the way. With the limited resources Ukraine has, it's difficult to conduct large-scale military operations, but this one will not require a lot of ammunition, according to Zelazinyi. He didn't provide further details. Yeah, they want to liberate their territories, and yada, yada, yada. So it doesn't require a lot of ammunition. What kind of um, military operation is this? We'll see. And, of course, Canada. Man, the Trudeau liberals are still trying to ban hunting rifles out of everything. Trudeau said he didn't want to ban guns. What is going on? Canadian hunters and farmers are not criminals. Sign to stand against the liberal hunting rifle ban. Conservative.ca This is quite a long video. It's
3: been, a, we'll watch it's a little been bit. quite the month and I just want to... Recap where we're at with uh, the hunting rifle ban from the Liberals, and there's uh, been quite a bit happening. So I just want to walk us through where we're at so far and where we think this is going to go. So just first up, the Liberals introduced at the 11th hour at the end stage of committee, in the most underhanded and sneaky way they possibly could, the largest hunting rifle ban in Canadian history. That was four weeks ago, and since then, right off the bat, they denied all of this. They said Conservatives were Spreading misinformation that we were misleading the public. We were fear mongering. This wasn't a hunting rifle ban was their position. But then, of course, once the list came out and hunters and farmers and indigenous hunters and rural northern Canadians and sports shooters saw this list, of course, it was fully established and is now widely recognized that, of course, yes, there are many hunting rifles and shotguns that will be banned through this Liberal amendment.
1: I believe what she's talking about is the, uh, modification to bill C 21 in Canada, which was initially one of their gun bans that they said, you know, was totally innocuous and not going to go further into banning more guns while they proposed this amendment that bans a lot more guns. So, uh, Canadians are, uh, not going to be able to purchase firearms that meet certain requirements if that's passed and it does have quite a lot of support I don't know if it passed or not but um it's terrible they're trying to take all the guns away and you know what happens when they take the guns away they become tyrannical and and genocidal and creepy so uh we got to keep our guns and there's no reason to do it other than to uh to have a defenseless pop- population just honestly you know and it that, the second amendment is not about hunting. All right. I don't, <laughs> we don't in America have guns so we could go hunting. I mean, we hunt, but that's not the sole reason to have guns. No, not even close. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Canada will be overrun by mooses yeah I mean even if it was even just from the hunting aspect it is important to uh, control some of those populations whether it be moose or deer or whatever are uh, too overpopulated for the rest of the ecosystem that's true this is wild tyranny tyranny in Canada you guys stay strong up there Uh, they're going for it and they're going for it here too by the way, um, they lit the White House up green. I think I have this story here, too. Um, let me see. Guns. Ban. I don't know. Where is it? White House. Yeah, somebody. I guess that maybe I don't have the story, but the White House was lit up green. And somebody sent it to me and I was like, is the White House really green? So I looked it up last night and yeah, it was. Turns out it's green um, for the 10 year anniversary of the Sandy Hook shooting. And um, Biden wanted people to feel shame for the lack of progress we've made with firearms over the last decade since Sandy Hook. Fuck you, Biden. Fuck Joe Biden. Um, So they were remembering that that's why the white house was green it's just more of the gun push or the gun pull they want our guns they can't have them nope second amendment shall not be infringed it already is so if anything we should go the opposite direction with the looser or no gun laws honestly i know that sounds crazy but read the constitution let's go back to the fundamentals All right, let's see. Um, a lot of creepy school stuff going on still. Just tons of stories every day of these um, people who make up the, their make up their pronouns and they're gay and lesbians and bis and Qs and whatever letters they identify as. R's I don't fucking even know. R's okay. Um, so be careful out there. Make sure you if you have children make sure you're involved with what the hell's going on at their schools, school board meetings, talking to other parents, talking to your kids, everything, because I see these almost daily of people, um, hiding or bragging about the fact of hiding, uh, this education or brainwashing, uh, hiding it from parents. And, uh, one girl was talking about having a club, a gay club or some some something like that uh lgbtq club during school time because it's easier to cut time out of first period for like seventh graders um than to have it at the after school and have their parents find out and all this they they put it in the middle of the day and she's like it's totally fine i don't know why other teachers don't like it and um my the administration approved it, so it's totally fine. It has to be fine if the authority figures approve it, right? No, because the ultimate authority figures, well, that's the people. So that's why we have to be there at these school board meetings, figure out what the hell's going on at the schools, and uh, you know, a lot of people have to rely on public education. So we have to make sure we tailor it to actually suit our needs and not be nonsensical, time wasted sessions, of brainwashing. There's so many um terrible teachers, and I'm I hate saying it because there's so many wonderful teachers out there too, and it's one of the hardest jobs and unappreciated jobs out there, teachers. But it's scary to see uh some of these people online. So you guys stay vigilant on that front. Um let's see. We had an ex-Twitter worker get three and a half years in U.S. prison term, a U.S. in U.S. prison, for spying for Saudi Arabia. And I guess somebody was saying that Elon got funding from Saudi Arabia in order to purchase Twitter as well, which was a weird connection. I don't know if it's true or not. I don't know if that's true or not, but it's interesting that somebody in Twitter was a damn spy and got three and a half years. I can't say I'm surprised. Oh yeah, Biden said the US owes Sandy Hook families stronger gun laws. No we don't. I I mean, I'm not trying to say that it wasn't a horrible tragedy or anything like that, but get out of here. It's always these it's always these terrible events where they start saying we need gun laws, we need gun laws. No. And imagine this, demand for electric cars in UK plummets due to surging price of electricity. This agenda of clean energy is absolutely failing. And uh, nobody's surprised, man. Uh, We had the Twitter files come out. I know all of us have been following it. Everyone's probably reading them themselves. If you have time, you probably are, most people. Um, But, of course, the fake news conglomerate, NBC, CBS, ABC, CNN, MSNBC... They have only spent just 14 minutes combined covering the Twitter files. 14 minutes. I swear. Reading the Twitter file drops probably took me like, I don't know, an hour or two, two hours, an hour to read all of the information they put out. So the fact that they only covered 14 minutes is pretty crazy. Um, If somebody wanted to, they could probably cover that stuff for days. Of course, they don't want to, though. They don't cover real news. And, of course, suddenly dying. People are still suddenly dying. So make sure you guys take care of your health and all that. Uh, Tonight we're going to have an episode of The Daily Dose, the last one for the week. So tune in tonight at 5.30 p.m. Pacific time. I know we had some technical issues on Rumble yesterday with The Daily Dose. I'm going to go in there and try to get it re-uploaded. So uh, if you missed it, then you could go back and watch it on Rumble. Uh, it is available on uh, redpills.tv slash live if you want to go back and watch it Um, but it will be there and yesterday there was a Mars Chronicles as well so you guys could check that out or I'm not sorry not Mars Chronicles uh, Earth Chronicles yeah Borderlands Media Earth Chronicles so if you guys like that with David Whitehead and Josh check that out and, um, what else have you got going on tomorrow? We'll have Friday funnies on this show. Morning coffee. We'll have a little bit of a lighthearted show, less serious stuff, kind of start unwinding for the weekend. Uh, everybody, thank you for tuning in once again and for your continuous support. I appreciate it. <laughs> Dangleberry. Come on. Dangleberry's not happy with Trump this morning. We'll see how this goes and what everyone else thinks as the day goes on. Thank you all. Uh, please join the Social Red Pill, our private social network. It doesn't cost you a dime, unless you want to uh, get a subscription and help support decentralized news and media. Otherwise, just go to redpills. I'm sorry. www.socialredpill.com socialredpill.com, create an account, and you could find Josh and me and Andrea and the whole Red Pill family there. It's, It's very active, a lot of fun. Share news, talk about current events, share memes. It's a good time, so we'd like to see you there. Everybody, take care. Thank you so much. God bless. Godspeed.